everyone have a seat, have a seat. Welcome all of our campuses. So thrilled to have you with us this weekend. Know that Michelle and I, we love you. We're thrilled that you're with us. Faith promise you're our family and you're our life. If you're a guest this weekend at any of our campuses, it's like having you over for dinner. We're so excited that you are here and God is moving in an incredible way. You picked in a great weekend to come experience God with us. His wind is filling our sails. It's been an incredible launch to a year and a new decade. Before I dive in the word, I want to re-mention to you the 25th anniversary. You say, I haven't been around long, or I don't like downtown, or man, I don't know. Listen, it will be the service that you'll hear about that you do not want to miss. And so, man, just plan on being there. We've got full kids' ministries, birth through fifth grade, FP preschool, FP kids, going to be incredible. They, we've got, we've rented a floor. It'll be fully set up, fully secure. You'll be checking them in like normal. They will enjoy that experience better than being in the big room. And so, uh, man, just plan on it. It's going to be awesome. There's two services. We debated doing one. Wasn't, we weren't sure that we could get everybody in one at the convention center, so we're doing 9.30 and 11.30. It also allows all of our FP Kids balls to, to sit one and serve one. They get to experience it. So it's going to be off the chart. I'm praying for 10,000 promisers. Come on, that weekend. So, man, let's do it. <clears throat> Let me encourage you. Be there early, whichever service. Because when you get to the convention center, you still have to park. We've rented all the parking. We'll give you maps. We've rented all the parking facilities. We'll be shuttling. We'll have people out directing. But if you don't get there early, you're, you're not going to be there for the, for the big opener. So I want to challenge you. Be there. Be there early. It's going to be off the chain. Now, if you have not been this the last two Saturday mornings, we've had two incredible prayer gatherings. Come on. Off the chart. Last weekend, we launched 765, another 100 plus joined us today. It never goes up, it always goes down. So more people, were, they were with us on Saturday morning, incredible. So we have one more planned next Saturday morning, nine o'clock at all of our campuses. And so you don't wanna miss it. Although I don't think that'll be the last one we'll ever do. So we're trying to figure that out. So plan on being there. Man, all in is our theme for the year. Acts chapter two, verse 42. And they were continually devoting themselves. They were all in to the apostles' teaching, fellowship, breaking of bread, and of prayer. They were all in the word of God, getting together in groups, taking the Lord's Supper, and in prayer. It's a new decade, a new normal at Faith Promise Church. Do we serve a limitless God who can take us to the next level? And I'm gonna tell you, I believe in you. I believe this is gonna be your year. Michelle and I believe in you, and we are pressing in for you every day like never before. We're praying for your walk with God. We're praying for your anointed. We're praying for your vision, not just your place in faith promise, but for your life in general, that you will grow into the men and women, the students that God has called us to be. There are greater gifts in you, in Jesus' name, are y'all with me, that need to be called out. We're praying for what burdens you and your family. We are praying for incredible things. And so let's pray together. 
Now, I don't know about you, but so far, I've loved the weather. Up until this weekend, it's like winter has been holding off. And one of the things really cool about winter holding off is that we've got to do some things that we don't normally get to do in the fall. And one of those is, yeah, we, we got to, we're getting to play golf a little later than normal. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. Are y'all with me? So just come on in. We're going to take a ride. We're going to go to the course, and we're going to look at sort of how faith promise and golf, how, that, how, they, how they're the same. What's the, what's the similarities? And so uh, golf is a simple game. You put a little white hole, maybe a yellow, yellow, a little white ball into a little hole. Not that hard. How many people have you ever played golf? Anybody, let me hear you. I mean, if you play golf, okay. Now, you know, when you play golf, there are a lot of golf clubs in the bag. And the better you are, the more you use all the clubs because each club in this bag does something different. There's, all a, there's a new thing that it does. And uh, for me, my clubs don't do what other people's clubs do. And uh, so for me, a club, you know, it can be, instead of bringing joy, it can bring anger. Uh, I have been known to throw a golf club or two at Micah, of course. A little shame, a little anger, something thrown down, something broken, but it's okay. It's okay. So we really want you to just sort of, we're going to ride around the course, and we're going to tee up, and we're going to look at some things a little differently this weekend. Y'all trust me? How many of you trust me? Is it changing? See, we're going to tee it up this weekend. Are you ready? And we're going to, man, we're just going to go all out for Jesus. Gotcha, huh? Killed three people on the front row, but it was an incredible illustration. And so, so we're, we're, we're going to learn because really so much is involved with playing a great round of golf. And it's the same way at Faith Promise. There's so many moving pieces and parts, but here's the deal. If you're listening, say I am. If we're not all in, then Faith Promise suffers as a body, as a church. Those people that are far from God, they stay far from God. People that are disconnected, stay alone. People that are hurting, keep hurting. The miracles, well really they're missed, the things that God wants to do. Gifts that are never used. Destiny and potential that is never realized if we're not all in. Does it matter? Excuse, does it matter? Well, I can tell you it's pretty clear that it matters to God because he gave us the book of Acts to show us what that new church was like. Who is wholly devoted? Who is all in? So who's all in? Who's all in? Now, see, for me, I can't hit the ball very far. What makes golf a little harder? One of the reasons that I don't hit the ball very far is that I don't swing the club correctly. I just don't do it. And so when we're not all in as a church, we're not hitting the ball as far as we could hit the ball. Now, if I go out to the golf course and I play a table round of golf, it really doesn't matter, right? I'm not a pro. I don't feed my family like that. But Faith Promise has a bad round. It can affect Knoxville. It can affect East Tennessee. It can affect people's forever. 
Now, when I began playing golf, I don't know, about college age, I made the worst amateur rookie mistake. And that is, I went to play golf without a lesson. I thought I could learn on my own. I didn't need a mentor. I didn't need a coach. I didn't need a guide. So I rented me some golf clubs and I went out to the golf course and I started swinging at the golf ball. Swinging at the golf ball. Now, and, and in, the, in the process is, what I did is I grooved in muscle memory of a really, really crappy golf swing. Are you with me? And so you learn wrong, you swing wrong, you just keep doing it. And I didn't have anyone to say, hey, you really shouldn't swing the, ball, swing the club like that. So I just kept grooving in a wrong swing, grooving in a wrong swing, grooving it in. And that's the way a lot of us have done church and life. We've grooved in the wrong swing, wrong information lies. We, we, we've grooved in a wrong thing about, a wrong thought about marriage or ministry, about church, about serving, about walking with God. And when we do that, we end up hacking our way through life and marriage, and it just doesn't work. You know why? Because we're trying to swing the club the world's way and not swing the club God's way. Does that make sense? Come on, come on, come on. Give the Lord praise. You're going to do it. Go ahead and give it to him. So what we have to do is overcome bad habits. That's called discipleship. Learning to swing the club God's way. Learning to live, learning to be married, learning to serve, learning to do life, walking with God God's way. You know, and, but let me tell you, there's something worse than swinging the club badly, and that is not taking a swing at all. The church was never meant to be a spectator sport. Spectators are not all in. Spectators get mad, leave the game early if their team's not winning, come on, cut the television off, get out to the parking lot. Spectators are not all in. Acts 2 believers that we're looking at, those people were all in. They gave their very lives. They were all in. If, it, it, if FP is not all in, then we miss so much of what God wants us to do. So let me ask you a question. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What would faith promise be like if every member, every attender was just like you? For some of us, we'd only meet once a month. For some of us, we wouldn't have any ministries because you don't serve. For many of us, we wouldn't have any buildings because you don't give. Are you with me? You love it when you show up and there's a praise team and a band and a preacher and all this kind of stuff, and, but, but you're a spectator. You gotta become all in. See, faith promise, if, if faith promise is not all in, it's like an empty golf bag. Just like no clubs in the bag. And you can look good, what's the problem? A golf bag can look good, it can be new. But if it's empty, there's no good use of that bag. Golfers can look good and never play around. They can never come out of the clubhouse. They can never get on the game. And so we, we use hard to play around the golf with an empty golf bag. You, can, you, gotta take, you gotta have some clubs and you gotta take a swing with those clubs. And it, no, no matter how good or bad the swing may look, you've gotta take a swing. First Peter chapter four, verse 10 said to every believer, but each one of us have received a special or spiritual gift. 
employ it or use it as serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. You have a gift, it's a club, God wants it in his bag and wants it to be used. Are you with me? Acts 2, 46. Man, what, what were they doing? They were just all together, day by day, continually with one mind and in the temple, breaking bread and from house to house. You know, so let me ask you a question. Why should we, why should you that are not serving take a swing at serving? Well, yeah, I know why, Pastor. Because the church needs more volunteers. No. No, that's not the deal. Serving is simply follow through on being all in. And in golf, your follow through, which is odd, determines which way the ball is going to go. And so you got to follow through. You got to serve. It's about you growing into what God wants you to be. It's about the people that God is going to use you to touch. See, the swing determines direction. And based on your serving, how's our swing, how's our direction, how's faith promise going to move? Because see, this is what I believe. Crazy, miraculous momentum will fill faith promise with power when we're all in. The synergism, the focus, when we go all in. Who's all in? Who's all in? Then... Man, it's just gonna, it's, we, we've got to move. Now, the founders, would y'all say they were all in? 25, come on, that's right. 25 years ago. Man, they stood up on the tee box and took a swing, and that drive is still going 25 years later, and thousands upon thousands of people are giving their heart to Jesus. So I want you to think about me. I want to use the golf as an illustration this weekend. Again, because there's a lot of different clubs in the bag. I want to compare them to the, some of the things we do. Now, it's a driver. Driver is a really important club. You hit off the tee box, and you want to hit it far and straight, and you want to stay in the fairway. Well, you know who, you know what our, you know who, our, who our drivers are at Faith Promise? They're the first impression ministry. They're the people that are greeting outside. They're welcoming at the door. They're at the information kiosk. They're checking kids in. They're running kids. They're ushering they are the people serving there, the face. And here's the deal. If you're listening, say I am. There are no mulligans on a first impression. A mulligan is a do-over. It's a bad shot, which I take a lot of them. I play grace golf. I'm not into the Old Testament law on golf. I put another ball down and I hit it. It's called a mulligan. It's a do-over. You don't get a do-over with a first impression. And, and when real people with real problems come to one of our campuses... Many times we have a one shot at them. They're contemplating suicide, leaving their spouse. Man, they're, they're, they've, they've got some horrible addiction. They're struggling with oppression or depression or they're struggling with strongholds. And they've decided they're gonna come one time and they're gonna give God a chance. We get one shot at them. You know, who, you know who's the first one that gets to see them? First impressions. They are right there helping them feel loved, Helping them feel cared for, first impressions, is the smile of Jesus into somebody's difficult day. It's the face with the place. And the people that do first impressions matter. They're not just someone at the door. They matter what they do. Joyful, man, smiling, friendly, caring people. They get to get up and take a swing. And some of y'all are like that. You need to do it. Now, if you're a sourpuss, you don't get to play that role. No mean people at the doors. 
But, but man, some of you, you say, well, Pastor, that's just not me. That's not, I, man, I'm just, man, that's just not what called me. Great. We have 13 other clubs in the bag. Because a professional can carry up to and not to exceed 14 clubs in the bag. So as we're riding around, we got to get out of the golf cart and grab a club and take a swing. Now, there's another, there's, again, there's tons of clubs in the bag. I got another club that I really like. It's a seven iron. Now, a lot of those clubs I don't like in the bag because they don't work right. Something wrong with them. But a seven iron, I like my seven iron. A seven iron is kids' ministry. A seven iron is critical in my game because a seven iron is what typically is called an approach shot. Let's say hypothetically I had a decent shot off the tee box and I have about 150 yards left to the green. I pull out my seven iron, I say a prayer, and I walk up to the golf ball. Are you with me? Walk up to the golf ball and, and, and take a swing because my goal is to hit this ball on the green. That's why it's called an approach shot. Epi kids prepares, the people that serve prepare kids to approach adulthood, to approach life, to score in life, to have a great marriage, to have a great family, to, to, to answer their callings. An approach shot can change everything. It can change a terrible drive. And so we want to set them up. And you say, yeah, but pastor, the only thing they do in kids' ministry is babysit kids so mom and dad can hear the word. No, no, and no. In golf, if you're good, I'm not, but if you're good, you have what's called a caddy. Everybody know what a caddy is? A caddy. Caddy carries the golf clubs. Caddy walks around with you. They walk beside the pro. They help the pro with perspective, with wind, with distance, with club selection. They help them play the best game that they can play. Faith Promise Kids Ministry is the caddy for the parents. We walk alongside parents, helping kids to become a part of God's story. We prayerfully partner with parents to help because we know on the golf court there are traps waiting. Are you with me? There are traps, sand traps, obstacles waiting. In really nice golf course, there's been a devilish uh, demon who designed the golf course. They're not just straight at the holes. No, no. They put sand traps in pop, pop bunkers. They put trees where they think it will hit the ball. And many holes have water all the way down the side, or I have played courses where you got to hit over the water and onto the green. I have filled up many a pond with golf balls. Are you with me? See, what we cannot forget with our children's ministry is we have an enemy, and he is out for our children. This next generation, Generation Z, the enemy plays for keeps. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's a roaring lion. He's playing for keeps. And, and the devil has unleashed all hell on our children. Would y'all agree with that? They're not growing up in the same America that some of us grew up in. And so hell's all in. Are we? So, so but you say, but how much difference can one swing, how much difference can one hour a week make with kids? You may be the only hug they'll get all week. You may be the only I love you, God loves you all week. You want to you hit a hole in one? You spend an hour with a bunch of kids, some of them who don't have people that love them. In God's economy, you have hit a hole in one. Are you with me? It's not about child care. 
It's about child development and caddying for the parents. Now, if you're really bad at me, bad at golf like I am, then, man, I played behind a lot of trees. I've hacked out my way out of a lot of sand traps, and, man, I have looked for balls for a long time. In the kids today, do you know the average view of first view of pornography in America is six years old? I've talked to parents about their middle schoolers that say, oh, my, my kids don't know about the birds and the bees. I said, Mom, you are blind, deaf, and dumb. Yo, your kids know. Drugs, the things that are available, the things in some states now they're teaching six-year-olds, seven-year-olds in sex education, can I tell you, the enemy's after your kids. And I don't know about you, but I want to make a difference for the next generation. Is anybody with me? Anybody with me? So we can give a shot. Man, we can clear. We can help them approach Jesus. Does that make sense? Well, there's another group of clubs. I have actually four in my bag. They're called <clears throat> wedges. Call wedges. Now, if I miss the green with that, with that, uh, that seven iron, I get another shot. It's called a wedge because you got to keep swinging until the ball goes in the hole. It doesn't matter if it takes twenty times. And so, you know, when you're playing golf and you've missed the green, you have a wedge. I have four different distances. Are you ready? Are you ready? This one doesn't explode. He might think I could hit the sound booth with this. Oh, well, I missed. But here's the, here's the deal. The ball went forward. And in golf, I'm moving forward closer to the target. You see, I don't want to serve because I can't swing. Help us move the ball forward in Jesus' name. Are you with me? Come on. Come on. And so a wedge is our student ministry. It's in it. Come on, somebody. Can I hear that again? It's our student ministry. Come on, Pistol Pete. And it's incredible because you, you miss the green, and so you come up, and you, you take a wedge shot, and your goal is to put it right up by the flag so that you've got a short putt, a putt even I couldn't miss. So what do we want to do? We want to take students a little closer to King Jesus. We want to be there for them, a generation that is facing more stress, more suicide, more sin, and more temptation than any generation that's been before. Epi Students is here to make a difference in the life of middle schoolers and high schoolers. We have Fusion next weekend, going to be incredible. And those people that are wedges, those people that serve students, man, you get to disciple, love, and care for teens. Some of them have no one else that knows God in their life but they're a small group leader. Are you with me? And so, man, you can, you can be a part of that. It's a wedge. I've got another couple of clubs in here. I call them a rescue club. They're hybrids. They're not really irons. They're not really woods. They're hybrids. They're sort of a mixture. And whether you hit the ball in the fairway or you hit the ball out into the rough, I'm going to come with my rescue. I'm going to come with my hybrid club. No matter what happens, it helps get me, keep me or get me into the fairway so that I can score. Our rescue club, our hybrid, is our group's ministry. Come on, somebody, group's ministry. It's where life transformation happens. 
They help keep us out of danger. They help keep us focused and targeted and growing in the Lord. There's accountability and fellowship, especially this year. Last weekend, 500 adults signed up for a new freedom group. Come on, somebody. That's awesome. But there's some more of you that are not in group that need to sign up this weekend for freedom group. We'll be starting in February. You need to get in there. It's going to be off the chart. You may feel like, man, I, I'm, I'm not even on the tee box. Maybe you stumbled out of, of this year. But come on, man. God wants to put you in, set you free so that you can live all that God has. That makes sense. Are y'all getting this? Should every promiser be swinging the club of serving? Should every, oh yeah, come on. That wasn't everybody. There's one more club. There's, there's many others, but there's one more group I want to talk about. And it's, uh, I'm going to use the putter. Because in reality, you swing this club more than you swing all the other clubs put together. And so you drive for show and you putt for dough. You can hit a ball 350 yards, but if you can't putt the ball in the hole, it doesn't matter. In the, on the pro tour, who's ever putting the best usually wins the million dollars. And so worship is our putter. Our worship teams, our production teams, our creative teams, they're the putter. Why do I say they're the putter? Because they put the ball in the hole. They guide us into the presence of heaven. They, God inhabits the praises of his people. And so they help us. You say, but I can't sing. I can't be in prayer. I can't be, I can't play an instrument. That's all right. We have people that's running sound. We have people that are running lights. We have people that are running computers. We have people that are running switchers. People are running cameras. We have people that are working backstage setting stuff up. We have actors and actresses, students, and even in a kids ministry that are involved. We have people that help build sets. We have a plethora of things that you can do to put the hole, the ball into the hole. Matter of fact, this weekend at all of our lobbies, you can go out and you'll see an infuse. It's our, it's our worship team preparation. It's learning to be the best putter, how we do what we do. And so you after this service, you can go outside and you can... You can, uh, you can sign up and you can learn more about, about, about worship. Does that make sense? Now, this is what many of you say. I want you to get this because some of you are hardened to preaching, even really good preaching. You're hardened to preaching. Here's the deal. Pastor, would you not just get somebody else to do it? I mean, I just, I don't want to do it. I don't think I'm gifted. I mean, maybe God lied. Uh, I don't have time. I don't have this. And this is a deal. When you don't pick up a club, somebody else has to, you, has, to, has to take their gift and try to fill your gift. Because God said that those of us say that there, are, that there are ministry that he has preordained that we should walk in it, Ephesians 2.10. And so when you don't fill your role, Somebody else has to fill your role. Here's the deal. Do you think I can play golf with that? You're saying, please don't swing that toward us. You're right, because it'll fall out and this will hurt somebody. Here's, this is what happens when you don't use your God-given gifts, 1 Peter 4, verse 10, and you don't do your ministry that God purposely put in you and designed you for somebody else has to do it, and they're playing golf with a broken club. Does that make sense? 
Are you with me? And so this weekend at all of our campuses, it's next steps. In, our, in, our, in week three of next steps, we're gonna help you find your passion and your purpose. Help you find God, find freedom, find your purpose, and make a difference. That's what we're here for. And so we, if, if, you know, either, either take your communication card and sign up for a serve, or just go to Next Steps, Saturday night, 6.15 in the chapel, and every, every campus, it's at 11.30, every campus is a different location. But sign up for Next Steps. You know, go to Next Steps this weekend. Come on. See, if I go play a bad round of the golf, it doesn't matter, does it? Come on, it just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how I score. But here at Faith Promise, man, we're playing for keeps. Uh, this Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I love what Martin Luther King Jr. said. He said, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Y'all believe that? I do. Let's be great together. The Bible says, serve the Lord with gladness. The Bible says, everything your hands find to do, do heartily as unto the Lord. The Bible said, is the Lord God whom you serve. The Bible says in Galatians 6, 9, to do not grow weary, don't get tired in doing good and doing well, knowing that you will reap if you do not faint. If we were all in, everybody using their gifts, our bag full, all those clubs being used for God's glory, can I tell you, nothing would be impossible for this church. Nothing would be impossible. Now the deal is, again, I may not be good at golf, but God's the master. And in the hand of the master, it's incredible. Can I tell you something? When we put ourselves in the hand of a master, he can hit the drive to Memphis with another campus. He can get it to Chattanooga. He can get it to Nashville. He can get it to Tri-Cities. He can hit it all the way across this state because no one's out of reach of God. When I play golf and it's a long shot, I know I can't get there in one. It's out of my reach. Nobody and nothing is out of the reach of our God. Are you with me? And 10,000 this year, 1,000 baptisms, revival, miracles, spreading across this state like wildfire with the gospel. Nothing is impossible for God, but what is required is that we be all in, wholly devoted, Acts 2, 42, or 100% engaged, ready and available in the hands of God. So here's the deal. If you are not serving currently, take the communication card that's in front of you, Put the bio, uh, your information up top. Put your cell phone that you answer on there. Not your burn phone. Not your Gmail phone that you don't answer. Put the one that goes to you. And then put on there where you'd like to try to serve. In every seat, by the way, an incredible way to start this game, if you've never played, is on our 25th anniversary. Because everybody's going to be there. We'll need people to serve to make that happen. So there's a serving card in your seat. That could be the first time you tee up and you swing it for Jesus, the 25th anniversary. That's okay. Fill the card out. Drop in the offering box. Fill the communication card out but, uh, if, uh, and put where you'd like to serve or go to next steps. Come on. Don't put it off. Amen. Don't put it off. Now, if you're saved, that means God picked you God saved you, God gifted you. Now, let me tell you what God did. God put you in his bag called the church, the body. 
That's where we serve. Now, some of you got to put first things first. You've got to open your heart, open your mind, and begin a relationship with Jesus. Man, begin it. You say, Pastor, you don't know what I've done. You don't know who I've hurt. Can I tell you something? In God's economy, in God's mulligan, it's called grace and mercy. Your sin is not too big and bad for God's blood to forget. Are you with me? He didn't say, all, come to me, all. He didn't leave your name on there excluded because you were too mean for God. He's ready if you'll just come. He's ready to take your scorecard. You got some, got some bad holes on your scorecard, got some sin. He's ready to wipe it clean. It's here's a new scorecard. Go back to hole number one and you get to start all over. So campus pastors, if you guys would go ahead and, and take it at every campus, share the gospel, give people a chance to respond. We love you. Can't wait to see you next weekend for Fusion off the chain. Now the Bible says in Romans 10, 13, whosoever would call upon the name of the Lord would be saved. So if you're ready right now, to surrender up your life. You may not know what it all means, but you're ready to say yes to Jesus, have your sins forgiven, and a brand new start with every head bowed and every eye closed. Pray this, pray this simple confessional prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned. Forgive me. Come in my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. You died for me. I will live for you. By faith, I receive your gift of salvation. Show me how to play in a new way. In Jesus' name. Now with the heads bowed and eyes closed, if you prayed that simple prayer with me and you meant it, do me a favor, just hold your hand. Say, hey, pastor, I prayed with you. Just hold your hand up. Hey, I prayed with you. Lift it up. All right, she's just gonna put a card in your hand. Just hold it up. Gonna put a card in your hand. We're excited. All right, look up here. For all those people that said yes to Jesus, if you'll pull the communication card out, fill the top part, check the circle, I made a decision to follow Jesus, and, uh, and then check the circle, I need to be baptized. Now, some of you have already filling this card out because you know you need to serve and you know where you'd like to try. Listen, just because you start an area doesn't mean you have to finish. When I got saved, can I tell you, I joined the choir, I joined the men's quartet, Come on, Daddy, sang bass. Sang bass in a men's quartet. I started teaching Sunday school. I've only been saved just a few months. I started teaching discipleship. I started going on visitation. I did everything I could do until I found where God wanted me. Are you with me? I just swang. Man, you talk about swinging a club wildly, man. I just, I'm just swinging clubs for Jesus. That's all I knew how to do. So dive on in there. Come on. And so... You'll put this card in again, the 25th anniversary card. If you'll pick, just uh, pick which service, 9.30, 11.30, what times the services? 9.30, 11.30, and where you would serve. And uh, you'll receive an email with instructions on when and where to show up. Amen? All right, if you'll put those all the cards in the offering buckets when they pass. As we get ready to enter into generosity, in just a minute when the ushers begin taking the offering, we're gonna show a video of some of our, one of our local partners, which is Hope Resource Center. We partner with more people than you can fathom. Some are 
in Knoxville, some are across the state and some are around the world and lives are never the same. You're gonna meet people in heaven that God used you, you'll never know them here. That God used your generosity to rescue, to save, to teach, to minister, to care for. And there's gonna be, some, there's gonna be a long line of thank yous in heaven from people that, that you got to care for because you were faithful financially, because you were all in the generosity. I'm gonna pray. Yeah, there's ushers gonna come. Has it been good to be in the house of the Lord this weekend? Come on. Now, Saturday, I wanna show you something. You see that curtain? It's almost open, isn't it? See that curtain? Is it open? That means nobody's sitting there. You see that curtain? And those, they're not open. Who's gonna, why are we gonna need to open those curtains? Because we're gonna bring people in Jesus' name. Come on, some, are y'all with me? Man, come on. Can I tell you? There's not a church in Knoxville the pastor rode onto the stage on a golf cart. And you say, yeah, there's a lot of that, pastor. I, I got it. And so we love you. Just wanna help you. So God, as we get ready to, to receive this offering, Father, I pray that you will bless those that will give some for the first time as others continue to elevate their giving to work in their way to become core givers, tithers. Father, I pray that you'll use that you'll use their sacrifice or use their generosity to touch a world that needs you. God, we want to be all in. Show us how. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, and as the, as the ushers go, watch this, off, watch this video.